Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program this weekend. I am super excited about the guests that we have on. So I was talking with Audrey, one of our guests beforehand, and said that every year when National FFA announces the star candidates for the American degree, I always look through to see what states are there. And I get really excited when I see Indiana or Ohio. And I saw, I was going down the list, I see Ohio, and I see the chapter and went, I know that chapter. Scan down a little bit, I see Ohio again, same chapter. And I was like, that is amazing that we get to talk to two American star finalists in there, two different areas, both from the same chapter. So we've got Austin. Uh, excuse me, Audrey Pinger and Luke Jennings. Both of you, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Absolutely. So you're, as I understand, you're both students at the Ohio State University, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Purdue grad here, so I got to make sure I get the wording right in there and respect that one in there. Got to have some fun with it too, right? All right. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with Audrey. Tell me a little bit about how you got into agriculture and the FFA. Um, it's actually a really funny story, and Luke plays a really big part in my FFA journey. Nice. Um, when I was in middle school, they threw out the option to join FFA early, and I told Luke I was never, ever going to do that. <laughs> um, the never word. Then, there it is. Right. And then the next year, it comes back up for signing up for our high school classes, and Luke comes up to me, and a couple of his friends, and our well, our friends, come up and are like, we really want you on our parliamentary procedure team. Will you join FFA, even if it's just for the one year? And so I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll join. Um, and I ended up really loving FFA and our agricultural education program at Felicity. So I stuck around for the rest of my high school career. Nice. So Luke, what about you? How'd you get involved with all this? Um, my family has raised beef cattle, a really small operation, only just a few head on our small family farm. I emphasize the small part. Um, <laughs> so grew up raising beef cattle. And then when I joined 4-H um, at the age of you know nine, I started showing pigs as well. So we've been exhibiting you know beef cattle and swine since I can remember. Um, it's been a big part of my life. And most of my family was involved in FFA. So for me, it was kind of a no brainer. I didn't really think twice about signing up and joining FFA as I was heading into my eighth grade year. Um, and although I didn't really think twice about joining FFA, I could not have begun to imagine where it would take me and the, where the organization has led me and how it's changed me. Um, so, you know, I say it was a pretty easy decision, but looking back, I truly wasn't ready for what was to come in the blue jacket. Nice. So I know that, you know, a lot of FFA members have these goals and dreams when they're in as a green hand and when they first start out of things. And for many of them, there is that desire to get the American degree, you know, that's put up there as that great achievement. And that is just an awesome thing. <laughs> but at any point, or what point, I guess I should say, did either one of you start to think about the star option in that? No, I think for me, particularly, I never really imagined I was going to be able to achieve my American degree. I didn't grow up in an agricultural background. And so I kind of thought it was something that was really far fetched for me. Um, but coming up on my junior and or the end of my junior beginning of my senior year, we started talking about the option for me to get my American degree. And I was looking at it. And I was like, well, I might as well throw in my like, put my ring in the hat for the American star. Um, and so 
when I worked through my senior year getting my state degree, I signed, I applied for the American or the state star there. And then it was just kind of a no brainer to continue through with that application for the next year and apply for the American star as well. How about you, Luke? What was the thought process for you? Um, I would say mine might have been a little bit different being involved in production ag from a young age. Um, and when I joined FFA, I'd kind of always had my sights set on getting my state and American degree. Um, and I would say probably somewhere um, towards the end of my eighth grade year, maybe beginning of freshman year, I actually created my American degree application in AET um, so that I could kind of keep track throughout FFA how close I was getting to those minimum standards and kind of keep track of that goal. So getting my American degree has always been a huge goal and kind of where I saw like my FFA career going, um, but never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I'd be here as an American star farmer finalist. Uh, I talked about, you know, just a minute ago, emphasizing the small aspect of my operation because through a lot of the production agricultural students in FFA, mm -hmm. my operation doesn't compare in terms of scope and size of, you know, how many head that I have or how many acres that we live on. Um, However, I think that there's lots of different aspects to my operation that make it unique. And as I went throughout FFA and started to decide to, you know, fill out some applications for proficiencies and star awards, and they just kind of built upon each other. And, you know, whether it was at the state level or competing, being able to compete at the Big E in Massachusetts, um, just kind of one aspect or another, one thing led. And, um, you know, it was really exciting to get the news there at the end of July being a, uh, a finalist. And I never thought I would be here to be a finalist. Sorry about that. Never thought that I'd be a finalist, but here I am. Awesome. Now you mentioned three letters a little bit earlier that gets a lot of freshmen, especially or junior high kids, to roll their eyes. That's A E T in there. And so, I, but you mentioned some a phrase there. I think it's really important for FFA members to recognize, and for family of FFA members to recognize, which is getting started early with those records. Is that right? Yeah. So what, you know, what's kind of your experience with getting that? Was it valuable? You know, what's the value of getting that started early versus catching up? Absolutely. I think that trying to stay up to date on your AT is really important. It makes it a lot easier in the long run. I know for me, I had a lot of different experiences, a lot of dollars, a lot of hours, a lot of head moving around in AET, if you know, anybody's ever familiar with the platform. Um, and so I would say keeping up to AD was, AET was something that was really challenging for me, being so busy, you know, doing extracurriculars at the Bay, just managing my SAEs. Um, but staying up to date, starting early is going to help, especially if one day you'd like to apply for a proficiency award or apply for a star award. Helps staying up to date, staying up, to, um, you know, staying on track, especially from the day you start FFA, as challenging as it is. So, Audrey, what about you in the agri-science area? You know, we think of record keeping and production ag, or we think of the ag business, things like that. Agri-science is a little bit different. How was that for you? AET was quite honestly my worst nightmare when I started. <laughs> um, you have to use it to apply for agri-science fair um, projects. And so I did my best in just keeping up with what I was doing, what hours I was spending doing research, what money I was spending to buy supplies. Um, but when it came to applying for proficiencies in my star award, I had to play a lot of catch up, I feel, because I wasn't as dedicated in like keeping my AET up to date. And so with the research component, you're not moving as many things around. You're not getting as many dollars in. You don't have very you don't have any head of livestock or anything like that. 
so it I was kind of pushing AT to the side so since I wasn't tracking a lot of things and I was only tracking things very seasonally um but if I was to go back I definitely would have kept track with my hours a little bit better um I probably would have helped me in the long run for sure all right, so we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to talk specifically about what each of these programs are that these young people are doing that have gotten them this, this recognition. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we are back, folks. Scott Caldwell with you again this weekend, talking with Luke Jennings and Audrey Pinger from uh, the Felicity Franklin FFA chapter, correct? Make sure I get that one right there over in Ohio. They are both finalists for the American Star uh, Degree uh, Award there. It's going to come up at the National FFA Convention, but they're both in different areas. Audrey, let's start with you. Tell me specifically, you're in the agri-science area. Tell us specifically what it is that you did that gained this recognition. Over my four years in FFA, I completed four agri-science projects in the plant systems pathway, where I tested different growing media as well as different environmental conditions to see what we as agriculturalists can do to maximize our crop growth, especially as we look at the future ahead of us and losing farmland to a greater population. It's going to be really difficult for us to fully use utilize our space if we don't look at new technologies so i used a lot of hydroponic and vertical technologies to kind of grow different plants to see what we can do to maximize our crops and really be fully effective with how we grow our plants cool so were you in like a school greenhouse a home greenhouse your backyard uh, what what kind of conditions were you working with I was working directly out of our school science lab for all four years. Um, I didn't have much space in, to utilize, so I did what I could. Um, my first project was a little wonky in the area. I wasn't fully sure on how to keep the environment very consistent for my plants and taking care of them. But as I grew uh, in my research, I definitely got a little bit more consistent with keeping my environment the same and working out of that science lab as best as I could. So working out of the science lab, did that give you many opportunities to share agriculture with some of the non-agriculture kids since you were doing something in there and tell them what you're doing? There were some opportunities, especially if I had like the door open while I was working in there. Um, it was on the second floor of our, our school and right next to like the freshman biology class. Okay. So sometimes those kids would kind of look in and be like, what, what are you doing in there? And so I would get to explain that to them just a little bit before they headed back to class. But yeah, I, I think working in that area that wasn't fully dedicated to the agricultural space was definitely a, allowed me to work with those other students and let them know what was happening in our ag education program. Awesome. It's great to see people taking advantage of opportunities to share our stories of what we do, right? And in there. Right. All right, Luke, how about you? Let's see, you are in the star farmer category. And so for some of us old timers, I'm one of those that used to be star farmer, uh, star in agribusiness, you know, that was it in there. So you've got kind of one of the original categories in there. Most people would recognize. Tell us what you did. Yeah, so more specifically, I know we talked about it earlier, but let's get a little more specific, right? Mm -hmm. um, heading into my eighth grade year, um, I knew that I kind of wanted to take on a larger role in my family's small beef operation. So I, my sister and I each purchased 50% of um, the herd that my parents had owned. So we became co-owners of our family's beef operation. 
um, and kind of took the reins on that. Obviously, still with some guidance from my parents as a 14 year old, did not know anything or did not know everything, even though Watch I might have thought that I knew everything. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I might have thought I knew everything. Uh, definitely did it. Um, and so as I went, um, still involved in 4-H and FFA and exhibiting livestock um, with the addition of, you know, market swine and market beef. But as I kind of went, I realized that one could starve by relying simply on my county fair sale premiums. Um, that, that wasn't always a reliable source of income and profit. And so I had to look for another opportunity to market my swine and beef cattle. Um, and so that's when I began to look towards marketing my pork and beef directly to consumers. Um, in 2020, I started implementing re or wholesale pork and beef sales directly to consumers. So I would secure the processing dates um, and essentially sell the hog to consumers with a processing date already in place. And then they would pick up the pork um, or I would deliver the beef to them um, at the at a wholesale purchase. So I really came to enjoy working with consumers and helping educate them about where their food came from, um, how their food was raised, educating them about the cuts they were purchasing and how to get their meat processed and really that entire farm to fork experience that I was able to provide with customers. And it became really rewarding from the first initial conversation I would have with the potential buyer um, there to the end and just kind of seeing how they were able to understand how their food was produced in that process and what that looked like. And um, that was really something that I enjoyed. Um, and throughout my experiences, I was definitely able to grow my operation in size and scope, but also just in kind of vastness in the variety of my experiences. That's awesome. So now the idea is, of course, with agricultural education, it's that hands-on experience, but it's that practical life experience. So Audrey, what's next for you in life? Beyond, I know you're a student, college student, but what's next and how does that FFA and agri-science experience tie into your future? Um, once I graduate, I plan on heading directly into a classroom as an educator. Um, and so my time in FFA and in my agri-science research is kind of what led me here. Um, I definitely would have never considered education and more specifically agricultural education if it wasn't for FFA. Um, and agri-science, my projects were really helpful for me to kind of find that passion because as I got older and more experienced through my research, I got to mentor younger students a lot more. And so I kind of saw that I really enjoyed teaching them about what was happening in FFA and in those agri-science research areas. And so that experience is why I am studying what I'm studying. Um, but definitely going into a classroom and helping make that kind of impact on students is is next for me. Awesome. Luke, how about you? What's the future hold for you? Very similarly to Audrey, I'm studying agri-science education. So I uh, plan on going back to the classroom to become an ag educator and FFA advisor. And really my FFA experience is I going into FFA, I knew I wanted to become, to stay involved in agriculture, but I didn't know in what aspect that would look like. And the FFA has really opened my eyes to the variety and vastness that our industry holds and the leadership opportunities that agriculture and FFA brings. Um, I too completed agri-science research and had some different unpaid placement opportunities that expanded my horizons in the FFA. I've been fortunate last year to serve as an Ohio FFA state officer and I'm currently serving as the Ohio FFA state president. Um, so just the doors that have continued to be open to me and in my professional and personal life um, through the FFA has really been incredible. And I'm really grateful that it's led me on this path of learning 
how to share my passion for agriculture with others and hopefully continue to educate the future generation of leaders and consumers. Awesome. So we've talked about your future here to wrap things up. I got to ask you a question that I ask all my guests at the very end. We're going to jump to the past. What's something and either one of you can jump in, but both of you are going to answer. Okay. Uh, you know, classroom teacher coming in here. Everybody's jumping in on this, right? <laughs> uh, what's something you wish you had known when you were younger? For me, um, I'll go ahead and get started. I think something that I wish I would have maybe realized a little sooner, uh, would have taken advantage of was to em embrace and kind of remember every moment to live in the present and stay um, and really just enjoy every moment, enjoy every experience as it comes. I think that one of the things that really opened my eyes to this life lesson was when the pandemic hit and things yeah. kind of shut down there for a minute. And really looking back, all of the experiences that I had pre-COVID, um, I was really grateful for, and I kind of felt like maybe I should have enjoyed them and embraced them a little more. And so it's kind of one of the life mottos I've taken um, to try to live by is embracing and enjoying every moment and remembering each experience as it comes to me, because I know that the chances are it's only going to happen once, especially with being a star farmer finalist, embracing everything that comes with this amazing opportunity. So I wish I would have realized that a little bit sooner, but glad I can have that perspective moving forward. Awesome. All right, Audrey, you're up. I think for me, I wish I would have just known that I should take full advantage of the opportunities that are presented to me. I know when I was younger, before FFA, and even in my early years through the FFA program, I was kind of doing everything halfway through. I did things, but I wasn't putting in all of my effort. And so I think I was presented with all of these great opportunities, and then I wasn't using them to the full ex fullest extent. And once I started to do so, I think I got more successful and I grew, I was a little bit happier in the things that I was doing because I was producing better quality results, whether that was better quality connections, better actual tangible results, it didn't matter. But I did, wasn't fully taking advantage of the things that were given to me. And so until that, until I started doing so, I wasn't happy with the things that I was the results I was having, whether that was with my friendships or with my schoolwork or anything of the sort. So taking advantage of those opportunities is really important to me because you never know what will pr be presented afterwards. Awesome. Great advice for people to hear of any age from both of you. And I appreciate that. So Audrey, Luke, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy college schedule. I know you got a lot going on, get you back to you know all the studying and prep for classes and everything else that's going on. Uh, folks, hope you enjoyed listening to these two outstanding young people representing Ohio FFA and the agricultural industry doing some great things, and they're going to do great things in the future. And folks, as always, I want to encourage you, make sure you take time this week to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week. Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. 
Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com. All right, we are back, folks. Scott Caldwell with you again this weekend, talking with Luke Jennings and Audrey Pinger from uh, the Felicity Franklin FFA chapter, correct? Make sure I get that one right there over in Ohio. They are both finalists for the American Star uh, Degree uh, Award there that's going to come up at the National FFA Convention, but they're both in different areas. Audrey, let's start with you. Tell me specifically, you're in the agri-science area. Tell us specifically what it is that you did that gained this recognition. Over my four years in FFA, I completed four agri-science projects in the plant systems pathway, where I tested different growing media as well as different environmental conditions to see what we as agriculturalists can do to maximize our crop growth, especially as we look at the future ahead of us and losing farmland to a greater population. It's going to be really difficult for us to fully use utilize our space if we don't look at new technologies so i used a lot of hydroponic and vertical technologies to kind of grow different plants to see what we can do to maximize our crops and really be fully effective with how we grow our plants cool so were you in like a school greenhouse a home greenhouse your backyard uh, what what kind of conditions were you working with I was working directly out of our school science lab for all four years. Um, I didn't have much space to utilize, so I did what I could. Um, My first project was a little wonky in the area. I wasn't fully sure on how to keep the environment very consistent for my plants and taking care of them. But as I grew uh, in my research, I definitely got a little bit more consistent with keeping my environment the same and working out of that science lab as best as I could. So working out of the science lab, did that give you many opportunities to share agriculture with some of the non-agriculture kids since you were doing something in there and tell them what you're doing? There were some opportunities, especially if I had like the door open while I was working in there. Um, It was on the second floor of our our school and right next to like the freshman biology class. So sometimes those kids would kind of look in and be like, what what are you doing in there? And so I would get to explain that to them just a little bit before they headed back to class. But yeah, I I think working in that area that wasn't fully dedicated to the agricultural space was definitely allowed me to work with those other students and let them know what was happening in our ag education program. Awesome. It's great to see people taking advantage of opportunities to share our stories of what we do, right? And in there. Right. All right, Luke, how about you? Let's see, you are in the star farmer category. And so for some of us old timers, I'm one of those that used to be star farmer, uh, star in agribusiness, you know, that was it in there. So you've got kind of one of the original categories in there. Most people would recognize. Tell us what you did. Yeah, so more specifically, I know we talked about it earlier, but let's get a little more specific, right? Mm-hmm. Um, heading into my eighth grade year, um, I knew that I kind of wanted to take on a larger role in my family's small beef operation. So I, my sister and I each purchased 50% of um, the herd that my parents had owned. So we became co-owners of our family's beef operation um, and kind of took the reins on that. Obviously, still with some guidance from my parents as a 14-year-old, did not know anything or did not know everything, even though I might have thought that I knew everything. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I might have thought I knew everything. Uh, definitely didn't. 
Um, and so as I went, um, still involved in 4-H and FFA and exhibiting livestock um, with the addition of, you know, market swine and market beef. But as I kind of went, I realized that one could starve by relying simply on my county fair sale premiums. Um, that, that wasn't always a reliable source of income and profit. And so I had to look for another opportunity to market my swine and beef cattle. Um, and so that's when I began to look towards marketing my pork and beef directly to consumers. Um, in 2020, I started implementing re or wholesale pork and beef sales directly to consumers. So I would secure the processing dates um, and essentially sell the hog to consumers with a processing date already in place. And then they would pick up the pork um, or I would deliver the beef to them um, at the at a wholesale purchase. So I really came to enjoy working with consumers and helping educate them about where their food came from, um, how their food was raised, educating them about the cuts they were purchasing and how to get their meat processed and really that entire farm to fork experience that I was able to provide with customers. And it became really rewarding from the first initial conversation I would have with the potential buyer um, there to the end and just kind of seeing how they were able to understand how their food was produced in that process and what that looked like. And um, that was really something that I enjoyed. Um, and throughout my experiences, I was definitely able to grow my operation in size and scope, but also just in kind of vastness in the variety of my experiences. That's awesome. So now the idea is, of course, with agricultural education, it's that hands-on experience, but it's that practical life experience. So Audrey, what's next for you in life? And beyond, I know you're a student, but what's next and how does that FFA and agri-science experience tie into your future? Um, once I graduate, I plan on heading directly into a classroom as an educator. Um, and so my time in FFA and in my agri-science research is kind of what led me here. Um, I definitely would have never considered education and more specifically agricultural education if it wasn't for FFA. Um, and agri-science, my projects were really helpful for me to kind of find that passion because as I got older and more experienced through my research, I got to mentor younger students a lot more. And so I kind of saw that I really enjoyed teaching them about what was happening in FFA and in those agri-science research areas. And so that experience is why I am studying what I'm studying. Um, but definitely going into a classroom and helping make that kind of impact on students is is next for me. Awesome. Luke, how about you? What's the future hold for you? Very similarly to Audrey, I'm studying agri-science education. So I uh, plan on going back to the classroom to become an ag educator and FFA advisor. And really my FFA experience is I, going into FFA, I knew I wanted to become, to stay involved in agriculture, but I didn't know in what aspect that would look like. And the FFA has really opened my eyes to the variety and vastness that our industry holds and the leadership opportunities that agriculture and FFA brings. Um, I, too, completed agri-science research and had some different unpaid placement opportunities that expanded my horizons in the FFA. I've been fortunate last year to serve as an Ohio FFA state officer and am currently serving as the Ohio FFA state president. Um, so just the doors that have continued to be open to me and in my professional and personal life. Um, through the FFA has really been incredible. And I'm really grateful that it's led me on this path of learning how to share my passion for agriculture with others and hopefully continue to educate the future generation of leaders and consumers. Awesome. So we've talked about your future. 
here to wrap things up, I got to ask you a question that I ask all my guests at the very end. We're going to jump to the past. What's something, and either one of you can jump in, but both of you are going to answer, okay? Uh, you know, classroom teacher coming in here. Everybody's jumping in on this, right? <laughs> uh, what's something you wish you had known when you were younger? For me, um, I'll go ahead and get started. I think something that I wish I would have maybe realized a little sooner, uh, would have taken advantage of, was to embrace and kind of remember every moment to live in the present and stay um, and really just enjoy every moment, enjoy every experience as it comes. I think that one of the things that really opened my eyes to this life lesson was when the pandemic hit and things yeah. kind of shut down there for a minute. And really looking back, all of the experiences that I had pre-COVID, um, I was really grateful for, and I kind of felt like maybe I should have enjoyed them and embraced them a little more. And so it's kind of one of the life mottos I've taken um, to try to live by is embracing and enjoying every moment and remembering each experience as it comes to me, because I know that the chances are it's only going to happen once, especially with being a star farmer finalist, embracing everything that comes with this amazing opportunity. So I wish I would have realized that a little bit sooner, but glad I can have that perspective moving forward. Awesome. All right, Audrey, you're up. I think for me, I wish I would have just known that I should take full advantage of the opportunities that are presented to me. I know when I was younger, before FFA, and even in my early years through the FFA program, I was kind of doing everything halfway through. I did things, but I wasn't putting in all of my effort. And so I think I was presented with all of these great opportunities, and then I wasn't using them to the full ex fullest extent. And once I started to do so, I think I got more successful and I grew, I was a little bit happier in the things that I was doing because I was producing better quality results, whether that was better quality connections, better actual tangible results, it didn't matter, but I did, wasn't fully taking advantage of the things that were given to me. And so until that, until I started doing so, I wasn't happy with the things that I was the results I was having, whether that was with my friendships or with my schoolwork or anything of the sort. So taking advantage of those opportunities is really important to me because you never know what will pr be presented afterwards. Awesome. Great advice for people to hear of any age from both of you. And I appreciate that. So Audrey, Luke, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy college schedule. I know you got a lot going on, get you back to you know all the studying and prep for classes and everything else that's going on. Uh, folks, hope you enjoyed listening to these two outstanding young people representing Ohio FFA and the agricultural industry doing some great things, and they're going to do great things in the future. And folks, as always, I want to encourage you, make sure you take time this week to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week. <music>